Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Salon Pass, and today I'm joined with Tissela and Darren, uh, two hardcore Arsenal fans who are here to uh, answer your questions that you submitted in the, the fan cast post and also to have a small discussion on how Arsenal are doing. I feel like we do this every six months, but um, I think it's good to stay on top of uh, things with, with such a, a transitional team, uh, see how they're doing, monitor their progress and uh, exciting things to come from them for sure uh to get started uh we can start off with javid's question uh first of all i think it goes right into the billing do you think arteta deserves more time hardcore question and i think as a sub part of it do you think uh the current players fit in his style of play and for example, Aubameyang won that golden boot under Unai Emery, and now he's struggling to get a shot on target. Why? Um, good question, I think. But the, I think it asks more of the overall arc that Arteta in or out, I guess, eventually. Um, Darren, I think I'll start with you. Are you? Um, and I've been asking myself that question a bit for the past few months. Uh, I was initially like, very more, more towards the whole, you know, Arteta in, give him more time side. But it's just weird, man. Like you, if you look at how he, how things were when he took over, how he tried to instill a sense of purpose, uh, directional, you know, tactical football, uh, it sort of just went, it disappeared in the first half of last season and it disappeared again in the first three games this season. Uh, so I don't know if that's down to the second part of the question where he just doesn't have the right players uh, or he just can't convince them that his plan is the right way. So it's, it's a bit iffy. I, I, I don't honestly have an opinion. I'm unsure about that right now. <laughs> uh, but I think given how we've seen his new signings have been impactful, I would say he should be given at least until December uh, to assess how the new guys fit in. Uh, because you can see a, a sharp difference between how they play when they're in the team versus when it's the old guard. You have like, you know, Jaga... Even, even Mari hasn't fit in that well, and a few others playing, as opposed to, you know, like Gabriel, White, Tomiyasu, and also, yeah. Uh, I think December will be fair. Tisola, do you have any opinions on yeah, that? So, well? uh, yeah, so as uh, Darren touched upon, initially I was a massive fan. So, obviously, because when you win the FA Cup, we all were with him. But uh, last season, as uh, Darren also mentioned, it started off okay and then in November it dropped off and then uh, we had a good campaign in the Europa League and then last five games we won. But that Europa League campaign, the loss to Villarreal was a turning point for me, to be honest, because that is uh, a competition where we could actually go on and won. Because at the end of the day, Villarreal won the competition, right? So yeah. I was expecting all England final there. And that didn't happen because we, we didn't have anything to achieve through the leagues, right? So we were focusing on the Europa League and then we flunked it. We won the last five games. We were only six points behind the top four, if I'm not mistaken, due to the run we had. And then this season as well, same old, same old. All the signings were done in the last one and a half weeks. First three games are really tough, to be honest, and most players were injured. And then last two games, we have performed well, but I'm still not convinced because we are just grinding through results. But the players are different. Yesterday's team, I really liked the team, to be honest. It was like a completely different team and uh, even the defense was really solid. So we'll give him some time, as uh, Darren also mentioned, maybe till November, December. If it doesn't work out, I think we have to make a change because we can't be 
being top eight, top ten for two, three years in a row, it's it's really bad to be honest for a club like Arsenal. Yeah. So that's the overall view. Maybe till November, December, we give him some time and we take it from there. We move on. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a question for both of you. Do you think that if someone else comes, like a different coach, say? I don't know who's free at the moment, maybe Conte, but again, I don't think he fits your style of play as well. But someone else completely, do you think if someone else comes, would he, would, wouldn't they go through the same struggles and the same problems um, as Arteta is going through? Um, or do you think like a, a, a new coach completely revamps the squad and then gets them going um, from day, for the next day? Is there any thoughts? Uh, I mean, for me, it's... It's going to be as hard. Uh, I I think our transfer window was successful in that we shipped off about half of the deadwood, but half of them still remain. And unfortunately, they are still a whole part of the team. Uh, I don't know if they are stubborn or if they just don't believe in themselves, but any manager that comes in is going to have the same. It's the lack of commitment, Bulana. That's the biggest issue. Like, Regardless of whether it's you know one style, whether it's a counter-attacking style, whether it's a position-based football style, these guys just drop confidence in a matter of games and they don't gain it back. So, uh, to me, I think somebody else would struggle. Tisela? Yeah, agreed. Someone else would also struggle, but they need that uh, transition time period. So, uh, thing is, I mean, we can't get contact. We can get them. The only problem is our board because they are not very ambitious, to be honest. So, once again, they will go for a really up-and-coming coach, maybe like a Ten Hag or someone like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, given the crisis we are in, I'm not sure managers want to join us in a way also. We are not that attractive now. But, uh, I mean, it depends. So, basically, if there is some... Yeah. Okay. So, Kronke... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got a transition uh, period, to be honest. Okay. Um, yeah, I think. Can I just add one more thought, Dulana? Yeah, if yeah you sure. Mind. Yeah. Um, so something that kind of uh, stood out to me was like how there are two very extreme contrasts when Arsenal play. Um, like on, on on a good day, the tactics show the football flows very fluidly, and the players gel together. But for whatever reason, when things aren't going right. Uh, that's where I feel Arteta could really work on himself because to me, the substitutions and uh, the plan Bs haven't been so great. I think they probably made the game worse, the outcome worse. So that's that's why I'm so unsure. Like uh, it, if, if there was a course, obviously it faced some difficulty, but if they had, you know, some tactical new that could have been shown in a lot of situations, we probably wouldn't have ended up, ended up as bad in certain games, you know, that's... Yeah. So, like experience. Um, yeah, I definitely is that. I guess, yeah. Right. So, to touch on the 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 outgoings that we spoke about, there's another question by Tab Ali. He said thoughts on selling Willock. So, uh, Joe Willock, he's he's gone to Newcastle. Uh, performing okay. We saw that towards the end of last season as well. He was performing quite well. It's probably the reason he. Uh, went there on a transfer as well. Um, what do you think? Is is that a bit of a deficiency in the squad now? Or is there someone else who's there to take his place? And is he is that loss not being felt at all? Yeah, to be honest, uh, Dulna, I think it was the right decision to sell him because we got 25 million for him there. And uh, we couldn't, you know, demand some sort of transfer fee for the other players. So he was the our highest... Uh, 
Nets paid, I think, the highest player we sold out. So, 25 million is okay. And uh, last season, he had a good season at the last eight games. I think he scored eight goals. But this season, I have seen him and he hasn't been performing up to expectation for the first five games. Um, so, I think that was okay because that is where we generated the highest uh, transfer sale no? this season. So, and we couldn't demand a lot of money. Shaka didn't move out. So, it was the right call and I'm okay with that. And we have brought in Odegaard some sort of replacement there also. So it's uh, because, yeah, it was time to move on. I'm completely okay with that decision. So I, I, I agree 100%. Uh, he showed a level of quality that unfortunately he couldn't replicate as well as Art Arsenal. He was always good. Uh, he was never like, you know, under par, but uh, it, it didn't seem to gel as well as we needed at the time. Um, and I think like Tisla mentioned, he has dropped a bit this season. But uh, the income was very valuable for us. It was good for him to get more playing time because he definitely deserves to have it. Um, but unfortunately, it's also a little sad because if you look at the way Odegaard and sometimes Smith Rowe are being played this season, uh, it's the perfect role for Willock. So maybe just bad timing, but what to do? I guess, yeah, overall a good decision. Is there a buyback for Willock? I'm honestly not sure. I'm because more often than not, Taking into consideration of Nabri and Marlon, do you feel like what if Willock does decide to perform extraordinarily well? Would you all ever regret selling him even more? This is my thought. Because so much as we've sold so many players and the next thing you know, they're like amazing and then you're like, why don't we have a buyback loss for any of these players? See, the thing with most of, like, clubs buying and selling is, like, you you honestly can't foresee the future, right? Yeah. Um, that's, like, one argument I have. In, in terms of Chelsea, uh, you can take, like, it's kind of their philosophy, right? They've got, like, a constant uh, uh, conveyor belt of talent just coming in, going out, and then, like, that's kind of what they do. And, like, um, you can see that, like, Arsenal, they've tried to regain, that, retain their talent, and then eventually they turn into someone like Jiru, who's like obviously underrated, uh, but wasn't really the attacker you needed, right? Um, for a few seasons. Um, so stuff like that, like it's just like a matter of the present, I think, um, for Arsenal as well. Like it's just not like De Bruyne wasn't really like who De Bruyne is at the time yep. he was at Chelsea, right? Obviously. It's just that, Salah. I mean, like, he, yeah, exactly, and Salah as well, right? So, like, none of them were, like, none of them were, were. it's and, more like, of, like, seen it coming. yeah, so it's more of, like, perhaps, like, getting sold made them get the motivation to start playing, or, like, it's just the development of a player, I guess, um, so it's, like, kind of hard not to, like, uh, look back, but also, like, it's what it is, I guess. Um, we're, we're going to leave like the, f- the more fun questions for a bit later, you know, until we get into a happier mood. Um, before that, we'll talk about, um, Angel Perpetual asks opinions on Wenger's exit. Should he have stayed longer or was it a matter of time? Any regrets? Uh, I just spoke about the sign of the times, but yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? We've never actually touched upon this. I think even in our previous, uh, talks about the whole Wenger situation, like, Obviously, it was time for him to move on. But what do you think now? Like, do you miss him? Um, 
hypothetically, would he have done better with this squad? I think he went uh, two years late, but I also think that he was undervalued in terms of how he uh, brought the best out of uh, average players. That's, that's it. But I, I do think he holds some responsibility with regard to how the transfers over the last few years haven't been that great. Uh, I mean, his last few signings did pretty well in terms of Auba and Laka, but uh, the whole youth not being set up and the tactics being stale kind of did impact the club as well. So uh, it's, it's a 50-50 for me, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so uh, yeah, so there are also what I feel is uh, he should have left after the uh, 2014 EFA Cup win. So that would have been perfect time in there. Uh, but once again, um, yeah, I don't feel there's a big regret also because, to be honest, in the 2015-16 season, we should have won the league if we had a proper striker. So we had Giroud there. If we had Obamayan there, <laughs> there could be a massive difference there and he could have stayed on for long as well. We had the Ozil that season at around 20 mm-hmm. assists. So he equaled the record there. So, but... I mean, he is partly responsible for our decline also because last two seasons we finished out of the top four. So I think he stayed a bit uh, too long, to be honest. We should have left out of 2014. But looking back, I think with this team, we would have done much better. But once again, it's down to the board because they hired Arteta and we have been eight. So those kind of issues. But I think going back again, 2014 would have been ideal for him to leave. Yeah, yeah I think... Ozil in that season was like probably the best version of him uh, as on in any shirt. I think I think he's the problem was that he got thirteen assists by January, January and he got three or three or four more assists after that, and he ended up on sixteen or seventeen assists and like he couldn't break the record. Uh, and like that that like drop off was so monumental for the oh, title yeah. shift. Yeah, and like. Yeah. To me, the saddest season was uh, the year Leicester on because yeah, we were so consistently up same, there. Yeah. Same same season, yeah. Same season. And <laughs> we we even beat them. We actually beat them, I think, in February. Both, both times, uh, yeah. Yeah, and we, we we caught up to within a point or two. And it just, man, the next three games we dropped. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah, what happened. Man. Like, you could have easily yeah. won that season. I think by December we were top of the league and then we lost to so at, at the end of that year, that's when that's yeah. when I thought, okay, maybe it's time for Arsene to go. You know, he, yeah. he tried his very best, but he didn't work in. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt though, like probably one of the greatest managers of all time. And like sure. definitely like the best manager you've ever had. Um, but yeah, I think honestly at the end of the day it was time for him to go. Um and it's just that you know, this transition is hard, but we'll see how it goes. Um Durana doing okay. Oh. Sorry? After after nine years of suffering. He's doing yeah, I right. mean look look at United. I mean, not like we're like gonna win the league or something, but like at least we're playing okay Young football. Boys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the tempers have been good. Yeah. Like it, it was like all that. Yeah, it, it's just that like we played terrible football. I'd rather play like decent football, like get goals and lose. That's fine. But like, same dude, same. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. As an Arsenal fan, I think like you'd agree hundred um, <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, 
Um, moving on to the last uh, manager-related question, I think. Um, Fly Semi asks, what does Arsenal need to do to attract the best players? New manager, more money. Um, you mentioned earlier, like, you're not that attractive a club anymore, potentially. And what needs to change? Like, surely, like, you did sign the likes of Odegaard, right? Like, after chasing him for about three months and getting him in on loan, and now we finally signed him. And uh, potentially we've had interest from the likes of... Uh, uh, Awa and all those other players as well. So, what else needs to change? Um, is it winning potentially? Just is it just winning, or like, is there some sort of other philosophy that has changed? I, th- I think regardless of how much we win, I think we just need to be consistent. I think they yeah. need, I think that consistency in performance and effort will instill some belief into them, uh, because. You mentioned earlier, Dudana, that we were six points away from fourth last year, right? Yeah. I can think of five games where we threw away an easy win from last season yeah. because of uh, personal like error, because of lack of confidence, or because of the silliest defending I've ever seen in my life. So it's just consistency, you know, yeah. removing those those individual mistakes and learning to gel with each other. That's that's it. Uh, they get their confidence, and then they'll be pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so they are just to add on as well, uh, Dulana. So uh, to attract the best players, we have to, you know, pay them massive amounts of cash. So I think you you must have seen all these players we have been signing. We play, we pay at least uh, more than hundred grand a week for all these players. Since you are not attractive anymore, you need to pay over the top. So that's where the transfer fees are really high. So if take for example Aaron Ramsdale, if it was Chelsea, I think Ramsdale would have cost maybe fifteen million max. Since it's Arsenal, the other team has more bargaining power, so they obviously will demand their expected fee. So in order to get that play, we have to pay 27 million. Mm-hmm. And I think it was more expensive than Burnley as well. So that is where the issue is. We can attract more players. The only issue is that we have to pay over the top. And that is why uh, we are the high spenders this season as well. If you see the real value... It's, a, it's an players, interesting compromise in my opinion. Um, so for example, Ben White costs 50 million, but he's on an 80k a week contract. Uh, yeah, so that is, I think that that happens when the Kazakh clubs realize how desperate your club is for a certain player. Exactly. Uh, I don't think we'll face as many issues in the next few transfer windows uh, because they seem to be settled with, like, you know, in terms of like the defensive partnerships and all. But when you're going for forward again, you probably see that because it's 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 very few in the market. It's very few being sought after. So that yeah, owner investment will be needed, like you said. Yeah, and just to add on as well, now we had spent close to 143 million, I think. If you see the real value of those players, it comes around maybe 100 million. For example, Ben White, he would cost maybe 30, 35 million max. So that is where we have to pay over the top to get these players in, even the mid-tier level players. That is because we are out of Europe and out of Champions League. So, But still, we can attract. The only thing is we have to pay more. And since Arsenal is not that rich, I mean, we are rich, but our owners don't put in cash, no. So there is obviously that uh, issue compromise there as well. Okay, yeah. Can I just add in? I think the ideal route would be, I don't know if I'll discuss this because I've been missing. The ideal route would be to take the Liverpool route because Liverpool don't spend. In the last time that, um, but I think it's just luck by chance because Brendan Rogers signed Firmino and Firmino just happened to perform. And then he kind of found these 
it was almost like the money ball strategy where they found players. It, 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 it is it is the money ball strategy. Money like, ball strategy. It's like, the same. It's the same principle. This is a, so, it's, it's essentially what Arsenal used to do back in two thousand seven to two thousand eleven. So it's not foreign. It just needs yeah. to be done. Yeah, I mean, it's ideally the best route to take because it's not like Greek to y'all. Y'all have done this before. Y'all have managed to do this. And I think the moment where everything transitioned for Arsenal was when y'all spent one hundred and thirty million again in twenty seventeen, where y'all got Lucas Perez and all of them uh, in that transfer window, and it was a complete flop. And like none of them performed. So ideally, the best route to take is getting a manager that would attract players, example Conte, um, to start rebuilding that club and give the manager enough time to do it. Yeah, see, I agree with Adil totally. Just to yeah, yeah. sorry, Dana. I agree with Adil totally. The difference between the Liverpool strategy and our strategy is they had Klopp, so they can attract the best players. So currently, we have Arteta, so I don't think we have that uh, power there. That was the major difference. So we need to get a good manager so for us to, you know. Guys, but the thing is, this little thing is like when Liverpool bought the guys like uh, like Trent, like Robertson, uh, even Firmino, it wasn't like they needed a top to be a top club to attract them. They 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 were very smart with their recruitment and they had some really good scouting in my opinion. Uh, we have failed with our scouting and recruitment. We've overpaid. We've got players that simply haven't been good enough. Like thirty million for Mustafi, thirty five to forty for Zaka. Uh, Lucas Perez cost like nineteen twenty. Uh, yeah, amounts of money. Yeah, that I remember quite clearly. But I mean, Lucas Perez had one good Champions League game. So that was about it. He did, yeah. But yeah. like, if you, if you look at what Leicester that, are doing, I think if we can emulate Leicester, like without exactly. spending forty fifty million on a player, but getting those quality players for like almost nothing, it'd be pretty good. And we we, we sort of have done that with Tavares and uh, Tomiyasu, two great signings. But uh, we need to keep doing it. Tomiyasu had a great debut yesterday, uh, in my opinion. Away debut. Uh, sorry. Away debut. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, away debut. Yeah, uh, he played really well. Did he? Did he? Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, I, I saw like Arteta come and hug him as well at the end of the game. He was pretty impressed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you start. I mean, the signings that you have had in the past few uh, seasons, like the last two seasons, are like in that sort of mold. So, like, you can see that they're definitely like uh, getting the players that you that would fit into the system and would fit, uh, well, whatever. Like, whatever I, Arteta's trying to. Um, yesterday, Dulana would have been, I think, the first time he had his like first choice team in the entirety of his first yeah. choice team playing. Exactly. And uh, the average age is twenty three, and that's with Aubameyang being thirty two. So it's promising, like you said. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good to see. Um, <laughs> okay, I think we have talked about all the nitty gritty stuff. Let's uh, get into like the the fancier questions. Uh, the creme de la creme. All right. Uh, I'm just cutting asks. Choose one player from the Invincibles to have in your existing squad right now. And she's put in brackets. I know the temptations to say Andre is real, but think about the actual team and its deficiencies, please. <laughs> but is it the deficiency here? Ooh, um... Oh, I'll let, I'll let the boys, I'll let the boys decide. <laughs> Okay, so there's, in my opinion, there's two deficiencies. Uh, one, Andre would feel perfectly, which is having I mean, a proper attacker up front. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and two is uh, central midfield leadership. Uh, yeah. So Patrick Vieira for me. What about it, sir? Yeah. 
it's it's almost like you still haven't replaced Vieira. I mean, not to put you in the mud there, but like that's. I mean, nice. Gilberto did. We were pretty good with Gilberto. Yeah. But then after that, it was just yeah. Uh, Thomas Partey. <laughs> I mean, Partey is like a like that side, but like though, no? he's yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the thing. But then who knows? Eventually, like he's still young, right? He's still like 23, 24. 20, 26. Yeah. 24. 27. 25. Oh, okay, okay, he's old, but, so I was no, wrong. Partey has, has time because it's not like he didn't perform for Atletico and Simeone didn't give him a chance for like four years or five years. Mm, yeah. yeah, he was he was on the bench for like quite a while. Yeah. So Partey no struggle, and I feel like Partey will eventually perform. And Lokonga in that Chelsea game honestly scared me. I'm telling you, when no, I watched I got scared. Yeah, I think <laughs> honestly, like, even though people say, like, that Chelsea game was, like, a bit of a Menninger's boys thing, but I, I honestly think Arsenal were the better team. Uh, attacking-wise, probably not, obviously not defending-wise, but, like, attacking-wise, I think Arsenal were definitely more, the more dangerous team. And yeah. kind of, more like... of brilliance. Yeah. Yeah. It was just that the left side was completely open. Completely but open. apart from that, Arsenal were attacking and, like, I, I'm a big fan of Lokonga. I, I want to see what he turns into. But yeah, Tisela, who do you want to get into that team? For me, I mean, Andre is the obvious choice. But I would have gone with uh, Dennis Bergkamp, to be honest. So, I think uh, Aubameyang behind uh, Bergkamp. I mean, Bergkamp supplying Aubameyang would have been a good uh, shout as well. Because we need that creativity and, you know, Bergkamp is next level. So, I think that sort of uh, player would have really helped us as well. That's all of me. what would your choice be? Let's change it up a bit. But what would um, you choose? Honestly? Have... Mm. Um, can I say Tony Adams? Was Tony Adams a part of the... Yeah, he was, right? Yeah, he was a captain. Yeah, he was. He was. That was Wasn't final he the captain? Campaign. Invincible. Final so, campaign. Uh, no, he, he, he retired before. He, he retired 2000. Okay, yeah. So, he meant, he meant right both retired, right? Um. Honestly, like I would say, Dennis Bergkamp too. Then uh, I think Aubameyang is still like that guy, like the guy who can finish, even though he hasn't like had a proper shot in target. I don't know if that's correct, but then um, I think as soon as he gets that bit of magic behind him, um, and I don't know who you have in the current team that has that. Probably Emil Smith Rowe, but again, he's more of like a wide player. Uh, when he's being played right now, um, I don't see that like, it, like that great number ten who just like has all that flair come into the team. So I think probably Dennis Bergkamp is my choice. Um, yeah. Shout out to Sol Campbell as well. I think. I think oh yeah. Good. I was thinking about Campbell, right? Mm. Like I was just thinking like Campbell came from Spurs. And is that why, like, all your Arsenal players left to City as, like, karma? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean not the good talking about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind Son. I'd take Son who I mean in a Kiffy, you know? Yeah. Same, yeah. In a oh, yeah. Yeah. Son, Son, oh. would, Son would be that player. Honestly, like, I yeah. think if you can't get Dennis Bergkamp, that's, it's Son for you. Uh, <laughs> not an invincible, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I never, I never possible, I guess. a great addition to your team. Like, just thinking about it. It would really work. I mean, it's still not too late. So now do. 
Sonaldo. If he wants to win stuff, he can join Arsenal. Your FA Cup. <laughs> let's not forget Arteta won a trophy, and he got it against Chelsea. So it's kudos to him. But yeah, Duna, take it away. Um. Okay, I think we're happy with with that question, right? <laughs> um. Okay, and the next question is okay. This is a fun one. Angel Perpetual asked. This is a second question. Favorite Arsenal moments or games? Quite a lot to pick from, honestly. Um. Yeah, I'll let you guys answer that. Like, even I have a few. <laughs> Man, there were a lot of embarrassing ones. No, Darren. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like uh, awesome ones too. I think. The, I think the most you... important one for me is 2014. Uh, was uh, probably the Giroud's back heel to Ramsey scoring that first trophy after ages, man. That game that was... was like um, I remember I was in the hospital and I was watching it. Um, not because of me, it was because of someone else. I was like with them in, okay. in the hospital. Um, but like I, I remember like just watching it uh, against Hull City, right? And uh, wow, what a what a game! <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I nearly got a heart attack while watching it. So I would <laughs> you would have been yeah. in the next room. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. There's there's quite a lot more. Like keep going. <laughs> Tisela, do you have any? Tisla? Uh, yeah, so I have one. I think this was uh, during the 2015-16 season. I think uh, Leicester home where Danny Welbeck scored the header in the last minute. So I think we were neck and neck. And when he scored, I think we went top of Leicester. I think that was in Jan, if I'm not mistaken. So that was like epic, to be honest. It was one all, and then 94th minute corner, Welbeck header. So that was one. I went home convinced that we were winning the league that year. <laughs> winning the league. Mm. That was a proper this thing. Yeah, so that was one moment. Apart from that, I need to think. Uh, I, 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 it's a bit older, but uh, when we played AC Milan in the Champions League, hmm. uh, and Fabregas, the 2006-07 season when we made the final, Fabregas, I think, oh. he scored this incredible solo goal, right? And he got us through into the quarters or something, or into the semis. And then in the semis, we faced Villarreal. And damn, that penalty shootout was one of the most hype moments, man. I was like 13 back then and I was like just in shock after that. <laughs> Jens Lehmann save, no? Yeah, that was incredible. Like, it's good. It's cool that you like mentioned that because like for me, the most memorable part was that final when like Van Persie got sent off. Uh, that was no, that, that was, final. Was that, that, was, that the final? Jens Lehmann, that... Jens Lehmann got sent off. Uh, 2006 when he kicked the, the ball out? No, no, that was 2011. That was 2011. Okay, yeah, well, the one of the, the the one against Barcelona when like you got a red card and like the, the whole thing the unraveled. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was like I just felt really bad for you guys. Like that was the season when you could have won, and then yeah. Um, I think Otsu's goal against uh, I can't remember who it was yeah. against. Ludogorets. Exactly. Perfect. That goal was for me. I think there was this one Wenger ball goal where Bilsha finishes. Oh yeah, against Nor- Norwich. Against Norwich. Yeah. The Norwich goal, yeah. The one that's like always there, like all the compilations. That's I think yeah, you know, the greatest all-time goals, one of them. That goal, man, the build-up to the finish was I think better than Ozil's goal, man. Because <laughs> 
Yeah. This is beautiful to watch. Like, we want there to were two. <laughs> there were two goals <laughs> like that. And like both. Yeah, 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 yeah. The second one is zero. David Zawahe. I think so. This goal against Fulham. That goal was also pretty good. Ramsey has scored a few. Like Ramsey, scored, Ramsey scores, goal. people die, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember the uh, do, do you guys remember the one where Nasri played against? I think it was Bolton or Fulham, I can't remember. Samir Nasri, he slalomed one way, slalomed the other. Did yeah, like yeah, a 360 yeah. and scored. Oh, that oh, yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, man. Like there are days when I forget I, I there are some days when I forget Nasri played for Arsenal. And like yeah, he was just God, he should have never left. Yeah. I think that was like another pretty like negative for you guys because he was like on fire and then oh, he left the city. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, downfall is when Ramsey left to Juventus. To Juventus. Mm. He I was like, yeah. He, he I, got I, a lot of problems for us, but I liked the guy a lot. <laughs> um. I think yeah, got a whole bunch. Like I, I think we could like sit here all day talking about all the <laughs> different games, man. Like some like I can't remember off the top of my head, but then there are quite a few. Um, there been some amazing Nordland and derbies as well, man. That's oh cool. yeah, yeah, exactly. The five uh, one, the five, then the five three against Chelsea was incredible. That game was just nuts. Vampire, Vampire's hat trick, no? Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Vampire, um. Van Persie just volleying the ball in against Charlton, wasn't it? Charlton, exactly. Yes. My God. Two, oh, yeah. 2008. Oh, 2008. Yeah. yeah. Um, more, more, than, more than games, it's more of goals, no, when it comes to Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there have um, been some nail biters, man. Like, like the thing is, like, I, I, I want to think about those, but they've been like so stressful, the, you know? <laughs> we just, I think we spoke about the Newcastle game, right? Or didn't we? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh that oh, game. I was just about that game. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> that, that, that was game. a great game. For um, just crazy. Um, even like I, I know, like the the really bad United game for you guys. Um, that was also <laughs> kind of memorable. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, that game defined modern Arsenal because it's because of that <laughs> game we have our current uh, manager and head of the academy. So, mm. so maybe it's a good <laughs> thing it happened. <laughs> Okay. Um, kind of something, something a bit left field here. Kavinka Fdo eleven has asked legit question. Tierney is young, yes, but does that stop him from being Arsenal captain? I'm sure many Arsenal fans might agree with uh, it's worth giving him the armband since he looks to be leader material. Tierney as captain. Um, so who's your current captain now? Oba, right? It's... Oba, yeah. He's also club, he's a he's also club captain, right? So, uh, is it Shaka? No, he that was like he he was he was removed from club captains right after he like threw the arm man off. <laughs> um, I still don't know why he's there at the club. To be honest, he's <laughs> he has ball out um, good game. That's why. Yeah, because he, he scores against Chelsea, you know. <laughs> On and off, <laughs> he does. He does actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's he's definitely a good option. Uh, he acts like one on the pitch. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched that. Uh, they did this. Um, they they hot mic him basically. Oh really? Game. Oh, I should check that. Yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you could hear him like uh, like screaming oh, at the yeah. forwards, you know, in his disappointment, and then he starts cheering them up, saying, "Yeah, move the bloody ball and shit like that." So it was 
Uh, he has like, the ability. He, has... he was uh, he was definitely captain material at Celtic. Like I was so sure he was gonna be captain there. Uh, once, uh, yeah, and like uh, he moved to Arsenal, and like obviously like, there were a few more players who was at a more senior level than him. But I think yeah, he would be the perfect captain. Um, has potential for it for sure. For me, hundred uh, percent, he should be captain. I don't know why he's not captain. To be honest. The only a downside I see with him is he gets injured. So I think even yesterday mm. he had a small knock. So that's one sort of that's the downside. But he should be captain, to be honest. Thought of getting him into <laughs> my fantasy team, man. What a guy's a good shout too, I'd say. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard a couple of reviews about how he like controls the game, especially when he was at Real Sociedad. He's very vocal about things too. So he's definitely like he's definitely grown up, right? Like you can see, like. Five years ago, you wouldn't have said that, right? Like he's definitely like that cocky youngster, um, yeah, yeah. who played for Real Madrid, and now he's like turned into a bit of a leader, um, and that's good. It's really good to see, and yeah, that's a great shout as well. So he's the captain. Of but Ode- but Odegaard is not a shout you can make right now. Man just landed. You need to give him yeah, some yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bam, bam, me. Tierney, hundred percent. I don't know why he's not captain. But yeah, the problem with putting Tierney as captain is you can't have a captain who's on the bench. <laughs> he's it. not on the bench. He's injured. That's the he's injured. Yeah, Th- that's what I'm saying. Like he can't be out of the pitch and then mm. put him we as captain. Too many of those, no? Exactly. I mean, Arsenal is like a hospital and associate. The same. Yeah. The same thing yeah. as like Perma to Saka um, and Koscielny. Um, Koscielny. Yeah. Same yeah. problem, right? Um, yeah, I think like Omar another... certainly not the ca- not captain material though. He just cannot lead those guys at all. Yeah. I think yeah. the main reason he got the captains was that he's definitely like gonna start right. So he was obviously gonna be uh... goal scorer, yeah, main yeah. player. But for me, like personally, what I believe and what I think works, uh, captain being on the back end of the pitch helps a lot more because he has a entire view of yeah. the pitch. Being vocal at that point makes a lot more sense. Then a striker yeah. turning back against a defender and trying to tell what needs to be done. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe in time, maybe Ben White could, uh, you know. Like, it's the same yeah. reason, like, for an example, like, it's the same reason, like, Maguire's captain and not Bruno. Mm. Um, even though, like, Bruno would probably be a better captain. It's just that, like, Maguire's, like, going to be the person that, like, instructs the team. Um, Bruno, what about uh, David De Gea? Uh, there was a time when he was captain, right? Um, yeah, I think there was a brief period. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's more of like uh, he he would make a great captain, honestly speaking. Um, but you know, like at the moment, it's Maguire, and like I definitely agree with Adil that like the, the captain should always be someone who's like at the back of the pitch and can command the defense, and like from there flow the instructions upwards. Um, but yeah, Tierney, good shout. Inshallah, if he doesn't <laughs> get injured. Um, okay. House of Gauss asks, if you could make three transfers from any league with unlimited budget to Arsenal, who would you pick and why? <laughs> Just a uh, free hit. <laughs> I have to win mine. I'm thinking of the third. <laughs> okay. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Maybe yes, I mean, are they the are they players who have just moved or like? 
or people oh, who really? are okay that's great yeah that, that's that's perfect um who wants to go first Harlan? <laughs> okay darren go let's go let's go Harlan. okay obviously oh, and uh the guy from the guy at ac milan i'm forgetting his name um Kessie. Kessie? Kessie? Kessie. 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 Yeah. You're like, I'm Kessie. I'm Kessie. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you all have Saul. Calm down. <laughs> I want more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want more. He just wants a third team now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I have two in mind. Uh, first one is a goalkeeper. So I would, I would okay. love to have this guy, uh, Donnarumma. I mean, he's solid to be honest, and he's like six feet six inches massive. <laughs> so he's one. The other would be the guy who moved to Chelsea, Lukaku. I think once again a very Rama physical Luka. striker. I I would Luka. prefer even Haaland to be honest, but uh... okay, <laughs> he would fit okay. our system so well, honestly. Yeah, Lukaku is solid. Donnarumma and maybe. What about attacking midfield? midfield. Yeah, like yeah. attacking midfield. I, I know we said Son before. Um, he's not an attacking yeah. mid, but then he's more of like second striker. Maybe which is Kevin like... De Bruyne. Yeah, <laughs> just go all dream. Home. Dream. Um, yeah, I would go with Phil Foden, man. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Phil Foden. I like that shout. I like the Foden shout a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, as a non-Arsenal fan, where do you feel like they need? Um, uh, building. Who says I'm not an Arsenal fan? I'm a fan of Arsenal. Yeah, I think I think we are the only football podcast that doesn't argue about teams. They're like, yeah, guys, we love everyone. No, no, that's <laughs> coming soon. Catch me like catch me right after a United game. I'll just destroy everyone. <laughs> you get you always get me on my good days. Uh, if you caught me after Young Boys. My oh yeah! <laughs> we should do a live. I caught you after Young Boys, and like half the podcast is you. Like, yeah, man, when you this is what happened. This could have happened. This is what usually happens. <laughs> yeah, let's let's it, stick to Arsenal. Let's stick to Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, um, tell me where you'd reinforce Arsenal. The manager? Nah, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I... Okay, no, 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 no. I, I'd stick to, like, I, I said at the start of the podcast as well, like, before as well, like, regardless Number of being fan. a United fan, yeah, regardless of being a United fan, like, and, like, it's obviously helpful for us that you're in this hall, but, like, I really think Arteta should just, like, stick to it and then um, play as he is playing with his, uh, with his, like, first team um, every week, if he can. This is, like, I don't think a new person comes in and just like switches everything around personally. Um, as for who I would change or like who I would bring in into filler position, I honestly think um, it's again the number 10 role. Um, someone like we saw like Emil Smith Rowe coming in, but he's more inclined to play that. He's called the Croydon De Bruyne, but like. He's not exactly a number 10, right? He's like a attacking midfielder who like sw- sways to the left, comes in and then creates from there. Um, same with Shaka. Um, not, not Shaka, Saka. Uh, 
and um, I think someone to help out Pate in that role. Um, someone who just comes into the box, makes those runs in, uh, overloads the box, takes shots from anywhere. Uh, honestly, like someone like Bruno or someone like uh, a number 10, basically. And I don't know, like, I put that question out yeah, to you guys. Could, uh, Who would you think of that? I wish we could bring Thomas Rzyski out of retirement. Oh, yeah, exactly. Someone like Thomas Rzyski. Uh Like the few games he played for Arsenal. <laughs> Uh, when he wasn't <laughs> injured, when he wasn't injured, and like he went to on that huge spell of like not being able to play, uh, he's fantastic. Yeah, I think he was great. Uh, and someone like that would like you would do great with someone like that. Jack Wilshere. <laughs> exactly right, Jack Wilshere. Uh, another shout. Right. I have a very interesting shout. Like you said, Lukaku fits your system, but looking at the past, all the strikers you all have had is not a Lukaku build. Yeah. Lukaku works for Chelsea because Drogba, Diego Costa, now him, are all the same type of player. They're all bullies in the box. And what I feel like what really works for you is a striker like what Liverpool need, like a flair kind of dribbler sort of striker. And João Felix, I feel, would really work for Arsenal because he can play that button role. Plus, he can play a strike and a wing role. And given that you all have an answer, that budget, I think Zhao Felix is a great shout out. Did you say unlimited budget? Oh, like, yeah, that's that's, that's a, a question. That's a a question. question. Yeah, um, realistically, <laughs> realistically, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not that's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, realistically, right now, I think Felix is going for 80 million, but it can be discussed for 60 or 50. I mean, he's not really performing <laughs> for Simeone, so. Even like a uh, winger like Thomas Lemar would have worked perfectly for you, but he, they're just not Atletico players. I think we could get Serge Nabri back. Yeah, I think that's Oh, good. yes. Serge Nabri. Stir the pot a bit. Um, I mean, Pepe, Pepe was bought for this purpose, no, to be honest. Yeah, he was a star player for 70 million. Um, I have a small question. Where does Saka play now? Because uh, yesterday I saw him start with. Pepe, uh, Alba, and ESR, and Odegaard. So, is he more of a centre mid now, or is he a number 10? Like, what do you think he plays as now? Um, either way. I, but for me, he seems to be given a more of a free role this season. Mm. He seems to switch from the right and left whenever he wants. Yeah. Uh, you still put him just behind the striker, I think, in terms of average position. Mm. But I don't know, for whatever reason, it's he hasn't, I don't know if the penalty for England killed him, but his confidence seems to be quite low this season. Um, I think, yeah, just to add on, I think um, he has been playing a lot, right? So I think there is this yeah. fatigue issue with him also, to be honest. Yeah. So I think he has started all our five games, I'm not exactly sure, but he has been playing a lot. I think yesterday's game, we could have switched it up a bit, but uh, maybe on the left is an ideal position for him. I think yeah. for England also, he plays in the left. I think that's a good position for him. I have one more to add. Arsenal players switch and play a lot of positions, right? Mm. Huge shout out. Hear me out again. Rafa Benitez has known to switch up his squad so much 
that he went almost three or four years without playing the same uh, team. Arsenal. Benitez might work. Think of it. Given the history. It, it just might, is what I'm saying. But then again, with the question that we were on, in unlimited budget, I feel like Arsenal need a player like Champions League Varane to just inject them with the, the winning mentality again. And lose the young boys. Champions League Varane <laughs> loses to young. Leicester had yes. Esteban Cambias <laughs> and won the Premier League. Yeah. Did they? No, they didn't, right? They, he left the yeah, season. No, he left. He left. He I left, left the okay, season okay, before. Season they won. But they he was there. Won. He was there when they like they, they performed the impossible and survived. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yep, maybe then, yeah, that's a good shot. <laughs> um, yep. Honestly, like the yeah, like Vardy. <laughs> I was gonna say next season a thirty-five-year-old Jamie Vardy on loan. Yeah, let's do it. Um, that, that, that he might work. Y'all need, a, y'all need a chat cheater. Y'all need someone like that. And he's yeah, a perfect yeah. role for that. Um, like striking, same sort of player. But has Vardy been scoring this season? Um, not not, not, exactly. not as much as yeah. he has. Like he's definitely yeah. like gone down a bit of a level. But like it's Jamie Vardy, so you never know when he's gonna start performing. Mm. Um, How much do you think they charges for Mikhail Antonio? I was just thinking about Antonio because he's he has the flair. Yeah, oh I think God. I think nothing. I think nothing below sixty. Honestly, um, especially now that he's like their top scorer in the history of the club, right? So, like, <laughs> um, yeah. Antonio used to play as a midfielder, right, or a winger? Yeah, yeah. uh, like, he used to uh, play as a wing back, man. He yeah, he was like shuffled all over the place and like. I think now he's like uh, in that position. Then you all need the greatest striker who's playing as a left back, Marcus Alonso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I honestly thought like um, right back was like a big issue for you guys, yeah. but it looks That's... like you got in Tommy Asu for that, and like I don't know how good Tommy Asu is, and he's probably like a rotation player that you can like keep playing and like. I mean, he gets the job done, right? Uh, yeah. And he was bought from Italy as well. So, I think he has the defensive now also. So, uh, I think perfect signing. Is Saliba sold or is, there, is on he on loan? loan? He's on okay. loan. But he's, not, he's not happy with Arsenal at all, right? It, it's a bit tough, man. Like, uh, So, I, I, I researched that extensively last season because I found it like, yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Couple of coaches have said that he's not ready. Okay. Uh, okay. Including his current coach, but then his recent performances have been awesome. So yeah, at Marseille he's been quite good. So but the Marseille hard. coach at the start of the season said he understands why Arteta felt he needed more time. So okay. Yeah, but I think even... I think yeah, your your current partnership is going to be Ben White and Gabriel, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, good shout. Um, I think uh... just a quick question yeah. to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Granit Chaka resigning. Any thoughts on that? Uh, um, I have my reservations on Granit Chaka. Honestly, I think he's a good player. I think he's a great passer of the ball. He just does really, really stupid things. Uh, like he does something really branded and just like goes into a tackle. 
or like he just tries some weird flick because he's basically like Swiss Pogba and like <laughs> if if like Pogba had like less flair and like less oh, of yeah. everything basically um honestly yeah oh, Granit Xhaka defines Arsenal, man. Like, uh, yeah, decent, but not good enough to be at the top. And very prone to dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he has been the embodiment of Arsenal for the last two years, honestly. Yeah, and I think you could have... You had the best chance to sell him this season. And you could have... 70 yeah. million, exactly. It's a no-brainer. That's the problem with our board as well. That's what I feel. This, so. this is the equivalent of Barcelona wanting billion and us not selling him. <laughs> is, is, is what happened with Xhaka and um, Roma. Yeah. And you can see, like, Mourinho yeah. still wants him, I think, because he's like t- uh, commenting on his Instagram yeah, 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 posts yeah. and stuff. I saw that as well. And the interesting fact is, I think we could have signed Kante that season and we went and signed Xhaka. So, once again, well done to the board. <laughs> I mean, you all signed Jervinho instead of Eden Hazard, so... Yeah, oh, no, but to be fair, bro, to be fair, no, no, to be fair, at the time, at the time, Jervinho, yeah. like the commentary on it was like, okay, that's a good risk because he was like loved yeah. by everyone. So, who knew? But but headband Jervinho at Roma was like, oh, he was bro. like, God, he was, <laughs> he was good. Headband Jervinho. Jervinho was quite good. The first guy. I still remember, first. right? Uh, we lost to we lost to. Um, Damn, I can't remember. So Boston or whoever, some team in the league in the league cup, right? Whatever team, and yeah. uh, he he dribbles, he dribbles confidently past four players, gets into a one-on-one with the keeper, and completely misses the ball in his shot. Oh, How yeah. does one player do that? <laughs> it was hilarious. I think he must have been without the headband. No? So <laughs> <laughs> the guidance. That's like but, uh, but... Adamatoare vibes. But all I'm saying is, if if y'all could survive with Marwan Shamak up front, I think this this period ends soon, and there'll be a See, that, like, That's the thing, right? We spoke about like Wenger had the ability to like get mm. like like it's the same with Ferguson, right? Like we had a period where like we had Phil Jones coming in to take corners, and um, that I'm not sure it was Ferguson era, but basically we had like a period like that as well. And like these type of managers have the ability to like dig it in and like get average play, get the best out of average players. So hopefully, like we can see Arteta doing the I same. I think it, it's more to do with fear, like like getting the hair. What do you call it? The hair, hair, hair dresser treatment. Yeah, yeah. the the yeah, yeah exactly. Hair dryer, the hair dryer dry, dry treatment. Yeah. Imagine this, right? Inter. With Ashley Young and all of your Man U rejects winning the league, yes, I would be shit scared to look at Conte in the face if I lost the match. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't be as scared with Arteta. Like Conte looks menacing. He was always menacing with Juventus, mm. even with Chelsea. How he, like he's a bit like Klopp, right? When he starts celebrating, he he got into a fight with uh, Lautaro Martinez, right? And they had the boxing match. After like a to, boxing like... match. So they had no, no. Before of... before that, That's yeah. Before it. that, they had actual fight, like uh, yeah, verbally. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like the the command, the respect, or whatever. Yeah. kind of the dressing room as well. Um... <laughs> and there's a story about how one day the after the game, I think they drew the game. The captain asked him uh, why he brought on two substitutes because he felt that should be more attacking. 
and he literally yeah. looked him in the eye and asked him to fuck off and never answered the question. <laughs> so that that attitude is is probably something we do need, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think we've gone for a bit more than an hour now. So. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's like great that you took the time off to uh, get back with us and like answer these questions and get on the podcast. Uh, are there anything to add? Um, I want I want to do a trivia session next time. I will ask your Arsenal questions, and if you don't answer it, we will embarrass you on the page. So hopefully, we'll catch you soon. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. So hopefully keep your calendars free. We'll be back next week and Dulana take it away. All right. So we can uh, all go. Yeah. Uh, huge thanks to Darren and Thistle for joining. Uh, please like and subscribe uh, if you manage to get this far in the podcast. Uh, we had a really great episode and uh, hope to see you guys again, hopefully. And all the best to Arsenal and Arteta and the whole uh, Arte- uh, the Arsenal team back in London. All right. Uh, see you guys. Okay. Thank you. Right. See you. Uh,